Hi guys, welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with your host Victoria and your girl Sawida. How are you guys? I always say that. I don't know why I say that. I know because like, it's like a conversation. You wanna, you wanna let the, they want. No, we wanna let. <laughs> forget that. Just forget that sentence. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, guys. I'm tired. It's it's been hard. It's been man. a long week, man. But we a long week. Here. It's been a long year. It's been a very 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 long year like 2020 man i do you know what i feel like we should discuss the elephant in the room what is the biggest elephant in this room c c o r o n a so guys we thought because i feel like we haven't even spoken about we haven't on our channel yet we literally deep share that this whole time we've been doing this podcast it's been mad because we started our podcast and then like obviously our aim was to be consistent and you Mm know we literally started the podcast and then Corona happened. I think we actually filmed the first ever episode in my house because yeah. we couldn't even mm-hmm. get to a recording exactly. studio. Exactly, exactly. And so, we did it on the phone. Yeah. And it was so like, we just weren't happy with like yeah. how the quality it was. was really, like, and we were just like, yeah. It's gotta go. I think, is it still on? Is it still on Spotify? Yeah, it's still, still our first it. episode. Go and it's all it. right, but it shows growth. Because yeah. guys, we've really grown from then. We in a studio. We in a studio now. Period. We got a subscription now. <laughs> Everyone should check out Guap Studios because they're amazing. They're really good. They're really, really, really good. good. Really um, good. But yeah, I just feel like this year has just been so hard in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's still hard. Like there's still things that we're going through. There's still challenges yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, like, are we okay? And I mean that to say it's important to to really reflect mm-hmm. and make sure that we're actually all right yeah because that's one of the things i've been trying to do recently because it's just there's so much happening from all different angles and avenues (coughs) and i think we just need to make sure that we're we're checking in with ourselves yeah and we're making sure that mentally we're all right you know we're 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 okay we're taking care of ourselves that we're putting ourselves first because i think this pandemic has taught us the fragility of life. Mm. Like, life is so fragile. And I, I don't like the phrase that life is short because I believe God and I believe that, you know, God's timing is the best timing. Mm-hmm. And in our, in our human minds, we're like, life is short, but it really isn't. Like, <laughs> it's long. Even this week that we just had this long. <laughs> like, is, and I think long. life is, um, life is the length that God intends it to be. But I think, in t- like I've not been using life is short. I've been using life is fragile, and the fragility mm. of life is what I've really learned. Um, I've learned that it is so fragile; it can be taken in a whisper, like mm-hmm. literally in your sleep. Like, and the thing is, so many young people have died this year, and it's like mm-hmm. some of them not from Corona, random, just from random things. Random and it's things. like life is so fragile. We need to make sure that we're treating it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, are we actually? Um, acknowledging the fragility of life and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves, making sure that we are living in a good way, like a mm-hmm. way that would foster an environment of growth. Um, and are we are we taking care of ourselves really? Like, especially in this whole corona, like I think for me, corona really had an impact on my mental health because mm. I'm the type of person, I love to travel and travel is one of my like, um escapes escapes yeah. um i don't know what the word is like 
I don't want, it's like medicine for me. Like mm. it literally helps me reset. It helps me get my mind back in a good place. It helps me look after myself. It helps me mm-hmm. r- like just reset. Um, <clears throat> and not being able to travel this whole year has been a lot. Like mm. it's been a lot on my mind, my mental. So even this week I took myself to a hotel and I was like, you know, I just need these days off. And just having that little break from yeah. my normal life, change of scenery, it really did help. Um, so yeah, I think that's been probably the biggest challenge for me in this, and obviously getting made redundant and yeah. you know being on furlough for like six, seven months. Like, it's been crazy. Like, life has just changed so dramatically for people, and I just think for me, particularly going from being in the office every mm-hmm. single day, having this like you know, structure. nine to five life and structure mm-hmm. to go in and working from home. 24 7 not been in the office for like eight months it just it was so weird and i think for me i just found myself just being in the house Mm. constantly and sometimes no separation yeah like it's mad like you just what what reason would you have to go out much anymore because you're you're working in your house you're doing everything in your Mm -hmm. house where where's your like escape there's no escape it's like the same four walls every single day every day looks the same and it's like there's no difference you just go from your bedroom to living room from living room no to bedroom. Release, like yeah it's just, yeah it was it's a lot so how do you feel like you've coped like what has been like your key like coping mechanisms throughout this i'd be playing sims y'all <laughs> <laughs> i be playing sims i'm a simmer she like, is she I really is i don't she got me into sims and i haven't really been playing i'm like why did i spend all this money but i need to, like i like it i like it i, I do so like it's just <laughs> I, I literally, if I can't go out, my Sims can. <laughs> so I gotta live through them. I gotta do whatever I can. I gotta get them out. I love it, in guys. Club. You heard it here first. Go and have a hotel. Go on. I'm serious. Like Sims is actually really therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me, but I I love it. Like it's really it's such an escape. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, seriously, I've been. I don't know how I've coped. I've just. I feel like you when you're putting these sort of situations you have no choice but to cope yeah like there's no there's nothing else you can do yeah. you just have you to just get have on to with survive. it like everyone's yeah. in the exact same boat yeah. as you no one can go anywhere yeah so i guess at the beginning of lockdown i was really trying to you know get into the whole self-care yeah. thing i was i swear banana bread got overplayed i <laughs> baked that thing to the point i need it. you to bake me some <laughs> i baked it like i was baking it every week even my sister was just like girl stop it's too much <laughs> we've been eating too much banana bread um (laughs) but yeah i was trying to like i even went out jogging yeah like me jogging (laughs) please um i was trying to do like home workouts Mm -hmm. and just going for walks and stuff like that and then i kind of stopped doing all of that and just got bored and Mm -hmm. yeah i think now i feel like i've I've kind of got used to it Mm -hmm. i'm understanding how to kind of, you know, structure cope, my yeah. day and cope and all that stuff. And to be quite honest, it's a blessing in disguise yeah. because going into the office, I mean, day in, day out is expensive. Huh. So I think this whole being at home, saving money from public transport, is, it's definitely helped. Yeah. Definitely. And just like, I have so much more time for myself and yeah. just for me, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Which is important, which is mm-hmm. very important. Would you say that, like, your relationship with God has been affected anyway in this whole, like, pandemic? <sighs> I feel like God's 
there's no there's basically no excuse like we i was mm-hmm. forced into mm-hmm. his hands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if i weren't already mm-hmm. there before i got forced because mm-hmm. it's really just you and him yeah. there's no one else to kind of distract you there's nothing else to distract you You're in the house it's you and him and i feel it for some periods of lockdown not being able to go to church mm-hmm. i feel did affect me yeah. because i really love being in church and yeah. i love like worshiping and i feel like obviously you can worship at home and stuff but i just feel like it's just not it's different yeah different. let me not say it's worse or or, it's just different it's different and i feel like the atmosphere of praying yeah yeah, i really i really miss that Mm -hmm. let's just say that Mm -hmm. but um i think it's also taught me how to you know utilize other things and how to you know kind of work on worshiping Mm -hmm. on my own Mm -hmm. and doing things on my own Mm -hmm. maybe just playing some music Mm -hmm. and studying scripture by myself and all of that and no good good positives and negatives yeah yeah definitely Definitely. but um we also wanted to kind of just discuss how corona like the whole corona thing and being under lockdown has changed friendships as well yeah because a lot of people have even said to me that they really learn who their real friends mm-hmm. were during this period. Mm-hmm. The people who actually bothered to check in on mm-hmm. them and like make sure that mm-hmm. they were okay, or the people that just, you know, I even uh, it's funny because during lockdown, I remember seeing a post. I think it was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was just like, um, someone had said, "Oh, if you haven't checked up on me, I'm cutting you off. You're not a real friend." And mm-hmm. someone had responded to that like, "The world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah. People are going." yeah yeah like people are really going through because people are suffering maybe they can't even yeah. reach out to you because they're not even in mm-hmm. the right mindset mm-hmm. to reach out to anyone mm-hmm. so don't be so hasty to kind of cut your friends off because you feel like they haven't been there for you have yeah. you been there for them yeah so and that really made me think and i was just like because me i'm not even the sort of person that's like oh if you haven't checked yeah. up on me you're not my friend like look life is hard <laughs> i'd pretty much like we're all trying to live this life and yeah. make time for everyone but quite frankly some people get forgotten mm-hmm. and you have to mm-hmm. get remembered a couple mm-hmm. months down the line you <laughs> will get remembered you will get remembered eventually but, but right now like i'm trying to remember me i'm right? trying to remember who i I'm am trying i'm to trying remember to remember my sanity first yeah so that i can even remember anyone else yeah definitely definitely so i feel like lockdown yeah i think it's very easy i think for me personally i've learned my character traits um i think growing up with like abandonment and kind of um commitment issues abandonment and kind of i'm trying to think of the word um like just always thinking that you're going to lose somebody and not really trusting people fully mm-hmm. i I've noticed how it affected me in relationships, like romantic relationships. But I think when it came to friendships, I didn't realize how much it actually affected me. Mm. And I'm the type of person that if I feel like I'm about to lose someone, I'll usually push them away first because I don't want to um, go through that pain of like being rejected. That's it. Rejection. Rejection is the word I was looking for. Like having rejection issues and having abandonment issues. I think that sometimes has a net negatively affected my friendships Mm -hmm. and i think in a time like lockdown it's very easy for that inner child to come out and be like raw like that person doesn't care about me Mm. and they're like rejecting me because they haven't checked on me um and you do have a self-centered view like we all have self-centered views because we're we are ourselves (laughs) so sometimes we think that everything kind of resolves around us but i think 
in lockdown, I found those thought patterns kind of like creeping back in, but then I've had to remind myself, no, the world does not revolve around you. Mm. Think of how many things that you're going through and then think of how many people there are in the world and think of how many people are going through the things that you said. And the thing is, the Bible even says like, there's nothing new that you're going through that a brother or sister in Christ has never gone through before. So everything that I'm going through, someone could potentially be going through at the same time. And I think for me in lockdown, that's why I kind of reignited my Queens of Kingdom, like Bible study, because I wanted to create an atmosphere where if anyone was going through something or just wanted to talk about God or just talk about things that were going on in their lives, I fostered an environment to be able to do that. And I think Mm -hmm. that even helped me because it was a way to connect with my friends and to connect with God. And like, it wasn't a selfish thing of, now I get to talk to you and you get to check what's going on with me. It's like, I've created an atmosphere and a space where everyone can kind of talk about what's going on in their lives and we can pray for each other and we can support each other and uplift each other and study the word of God. And I feel like it's taught me as well that communication is key. Like there's people that like I haven't spoken to in a long time. When they came up in my mind in lockdown, I messaged them because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I don't really have an excuse right now. Mm. Like even though you can just not want to talk to people, that's fine. But really and truly, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going anywhere. You've popped up in my mind. Let me message you. Mm. And regardless of whether you message me back or not, I just want to know that you're okay. And like that you've been on my mind kind of thing so i feel like for me personally it was definitely um a time to be able to mature in friendships and relationships and realize like raw like you know my love languages are words of affirmation and quality time Mm -hmm. so those are kind of things that it's very scarce right now um exactly but i'm learning to understand that i'm an adult and you know not everyone can give me that all the time. So I have to understand that relationships change and, you know, there's there's certain things in a relationship that can't happen at that moment. Yeah. And me reaching out actually made me realise that, raw like, everyone's going through a lot. But on the other hand, there were certain people I was like, I'm actually can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> like, I just can't be bothered anymore. And that's fine yeah. as well, like, because relationships change. And I think to segue kind of into a new discussion, it's like, as adults relationships change so like friendships change so much friendships change so much and i feel like i hate the whole oh now that this has happened i realize who my real friends are but i think going through certain things like depression like Mm. i was suicidal last year i was very depressed that definitely showed me who my real friends were because i'm very i guess vocal and i think after the fact after everything's gone on mm-hmm. and people knew, it's like, you just get a sense of who you expose yourself to. Mm-hmm. And I think acquaintance is seen as like a dirty word, mm. but really and truly some people are just your acquaintances and it's okay. <laughs> it's actually Pretty okay, it's not everyone's friend. Friend, I think in this day and age, we've lessened the word friend. We have. Because we it's have. actually a deep title to have. It like is. Jesus is said to be our friend. The Holy Spirit is said to be our friend. But that kind of friendship is a different level of friendship. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like God said, He will lay your life down for a friend. It's true. That's, that's it's not, not everybody that's, that's not my friend, thing. you know? That and especially a friendly thing. person like me, every day I'm collecting friends. No, you're, you're, she's friendly. 
Like I'm opposite. I'm I'm not friendly. Don't chat to me. <laughs> I'm not even like that. I'm just quiet. I just yeah. Be, I, it's mm. true though. Like, but for me, every day I can't be calling all these people my friends. Me talking. <laughs> <laughs> Acquaintance is not yeah. a dirty word, you know. I think you have to differentiate between your friends and acquaintances, and I think it as you get older, it becomes more apparent who are your friends who can you call when you are in need if you're if you need someone to i don't know pray for you or do something yeah who can you call and it's not everyone that you can call and it's not everyone that will come exactly so i think as you get older and you mature when you when you're young everyone's your you have friendship groups of like 15 there's like 15 of you and then as you get older it filters out and filters out and your friendship group gets smaller and smaller and smaller and when I was what, like thirteen, I, d- I thought I would be friends with some people for the Forever. rest of my life. We will talk about oh my god, our kids are gonna <laughs> grow up together and this and that. And now I look and I'm just like oh my gosh, like we're just not friends. And it's not that there's any malice yeah. or you know we we had a big fall. Like no, you just evolve you just and you outgrow you people change. and they outgrow you. Like yeah. it just, your interests might change and it's yeah. not even necessarily always like a. a bitter thing yeah it doesn't have to be this big cutting off it's life like you go in different directions some people are living here some people are living there the people who you surround yourself with change you meet work friends exactly life just changes it's actually very true it's really interesting to see because like i went to i had like a really good university Mm. experience and i Mm. came out with so many friends and i actually thank God, because mm-hmm. I can't believe I made such good friends like yeah. this in university. Because yeah. I, d- I don't, not that I didn't expect it, but you know how like some people say they go to university and they weren't really that cool yeah. with their friends like that. And yeah. they didn't really, I met good friends yeah. and I thank God for that. And as time has gone on, I've met friends in the most random mm, ways. Random. Like meeting you. Yeah. That was super <laughs> random. It's so random. Like, and look, look at us now. Yeah. I can't even imagine You're life without you. Like, like, what the hell? There's no such thing. You're so, stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy. I feel like, do you know what? Yeah. And even as an adult now, I don't know, maybe because of the type of person that I am, but I feel like I've made a lot more friends now that I'm older. Mm. Like in my after kind of uni years, because yeah. I would say that I did make solid friendships at uni, but I wouldn't say I had a solid friendship group out of uni. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel quite envious of people that have like solid friendship groups. Yeah. But I feel like the type of person that I am, I get along with so many different type of people. I yeah. can't, I don't have like a core friendship group. I don't. I have different friendship groups. I just have like, so many and different. random friends from random, random places. Like random. Like, I've, got, I've still got friends with like secondary school yeah. people that like, I'm, that's my person. Mm-hmm. That's my personal mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Love them to pieces. When we see each other, it's yeah. like we've never been apart. Yeah. I've got friends. I've got one friend who we've been friends. Our, our mums were friends oh, and now we're friends. Yeah. And it's actually mad. That's like we've so been friends cute. all our life, yeah. basically. Nah. Um, and you just acquire them as the Honestly. years go on. And it's like, oh, one from there, mm-hmm. two from there, maybe a couple from there. And then at the end of it, you've just got this group of people. Yeah. That's your, those are your people. Those are your and cool they're just people. solid. Honestly, my word is going to be so random because one, yeah. half my bandsmen probably won't know each other. Like, That's it's just going to be. be bare people. Like, but I, I, I think now... At this age, I've come to realize the solidness of found the, and the foundational friendship, mm. and I've also understood that like there are like in terms of love languages, those apply to friendships as well. Oh, I think it's very important to try and understand your friends' love languages mm-hmm. and love them in the way that they desire to be loved. Um, 
And I think that that's something I've learned. But I've also learned that not everyone understands that. And mm. sometimes a conversation needs to be had or sometimes like you need to communicate yourself better kind yes. of thing. Um, if you are hurt about something or mm-hmm. you want to be treated in a certain way or like, you know, you want to see your friend, they don't want to see you. And it's <laughs> like, you can sometimes feel quite hurt. But I think yeah. and now that I'm older, I'm approaching 25, guys. It's nearly my birthday. <laughs> um, but... I'm just learning so much about relationships as a whole and putting less stress on the fact of like romantic relationships and actually um, investing more and learning more about my friendship relationships. Because those are the type of friends, those are the relationships that are going to be like, I mean, obviously relationship, romantic relationship, my husband is going to be lifelong, Mm -hmm. but like friendships, like they're lifelong relationships and they deserve nurturing and, and, you know, upkeeping and things like that. And I think, going through what I went through last year really highlighted the importance of friendship mm-hmm. and, you know, the value that my friends have in my life and the value that I want to be able to have in their life. Yeah. Um, so I feel like friendships and relationships definitely change with age. Um, and what would you say is like the most, the key thing that you kind of have learned at this age of About like friendships? friendships? Yeah. I would say that definitely friendships change Mm -hmm. and to be okay with that Mm. and to learn to be okay with that because I think initially um, I was the sort of person that kind of wanted to hold on and then didn't want to let them go um, go. and just putting in effort and effort and effort because I'm just thinking, oh, I don't want to lose this friendship. But I think sometimes it's okay to let that friendship go because me personally, I don't know about you, but I'm so open to like making new friends. I I know some people are just like, oh no, no new friends, whatever. Baby listen to too much Drake. In it. But um, (laughs) me, I'm so open to new friends. New friends friends every day, I love it. Yeah, like you just might find someone and you both just click. And I totally believe in divine intervention Mm -hmm. and that God brings certain people into your life for a specific reason. Because, I mean, where would this podcast be without her? Exactly. So, yeah, I think, yeah, just being okay when friendships don't work out Mm -hmm. and being open to new friendships as well and understanding that sometimes some people have to go for new people to come in. 100%. Um, Yeah, that would be mine. What about you? You just took all the good ones, didn't you? (laughs) Um, I think the biggest one for me, which I've kind of already said, is just understanding how to love people mm-hmm. um and just communication like at this age there's no time for malice and you know like holding grudges yeah. and if if it is a conversation that needs to be had and the friendship has to end after that conversation that's okay as well mm-hmm. like don't be scared to like let things go don't be scared to offend people mm-hmm. speak your truth always just be yourself like i was having a conversation with someone recently about lying and i said at my age that I'm at now, I literally have no reason whatsoever to lie to anyone about anything anymore. Yeah. I like no one holds like, no one is holding my head. No one pays my rent, no one pays my bills. I take care of me. So in order for me to lie, like, there's literally I can't fathom a reason why I would yeah. lie to anyone anymore. Like that's not really a reason. There's anymore. no reason. So I'm not gonna lie to my friends about something bad that you're doing that's hurting my feelings or something bad that's happening in your life. I might tiptoe around things and like Mm. try and find a way to say it, but I'm so authentically me at this age right now 
nobody can stop me from being who I am because I'm so over it. Like I'm tired. Yeah. There's no energy or old, effort <laughs> to be someone else. There's no energy or effort to lie about who I am, to lie about how you make me feel mm. because I have to take care of me. This is it. And that's just that. It's on honest. period. It's, it's on, on period. period. But um, on the subject of what did I just say? <laughs> on the subject. That's what on you the said. subject. <laughs> you said what you of said. <laughs> um, we wanted to discuss like friendships between men and women because hmm. I've heard so many things about whether guys and girls can be have a platonic friendship. And it always remained platonic mm -hmm. without somewhere along the line, someone catching feelings. Do you think it's possible? Or do you think that one of the parties like each other deep down and they just ain't saying nothing? Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Having been there myself, Oh. Disclaimer, I fell in love with my best friend. <laughs> and we were together for a very long time. It was I think it depends on the degree of the friendship. Mm. because when we now add the word best in front of the word friend, sometimes lines can get blurred. And I've mm. seen it happen time and time and time again. Like, and why does it happen? Because it's not like if you have a best girlfriend, you start fancying your me. girl. Don't kiss me. Like, you like your girl now. That's never, that doesn't really happen like that. Well, I mm. guess it can happen, but... It tends to be the other way. It tends to be like guys and girls. Why? Why is that? Do you think Why that the boundaries? attraction was there from the beginning? No, not necessarily. Mm. Because I mean, sometimes it's a thing where, okay, there's two people, they've grown up together. They were literally like brother and sister as kids. And they grew up really, really, really close. And then when they hit, I don't know, like 20s, they, one of the parties now start thinking, oh, they see them in a new light. Mm. It's like you've always seen someone, but then one day you just open your eyes and you see them. Yeah. And you're seeing, I don't know, she, wow, she's nice. She's like, she gorgeous. Looks good. I love everything well, about her because I like, know she's her. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just thinking, wow, you're attracted to her and you're not really understanding why. And I think that's the narrative that it usually tends to yeah. follow. But I don't get it because like, when I when like when I first asked mm -hmm. that question, can guys and girls be friends? My answer would be yes, of course. Why not? Mm -hmm. Like we should, they We're we should be able to have Christ, exactly like, like platonic friendships, mm -hmm. of course. But as you said, when it becomes like a best friend now, there's a new layer. Yeah, I don't because know. what does best friend mean? Because, for example, taking it back to my 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 um relationship, mm -hmm. that was my best friend, but like. We didn't really, we didn't really have boundaries. I told him everything. Mm. Like there was nothing we didn't talk about. We'd be on FaceTime for hours. And I can, like people used to say like, oh, you guys should be together. But when I say I genuinely, mm. genuinely, before we started dating, genuinely, I had no feelings for this guy. Like no unplatonic How feelings. did they come? How did they grow? Where did it come from? There was a switch. There was a switch and I'm trying to find the defining moment because there was a kiss and that was like raw. Like, but before the kiss, there was there was a defining moment where feelings, I stopped, I literally looked at him and it was like somebody slapped me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, like it one day so you weird. see them for the first time, yeah, like you're seeing them afresh. It was so weird. Like 
there was a defining moment where I just saw him differently and our interactions then, like, I feel like it happened to both of us at the same time, but we both didn't express it. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> like, my friends were, my friends were constantly in my ear, like, you guys would be perfect together. And I'm just like, oh no, like, stop, <laughs> like, that's yeah. bro. And then it's like, something happened. I, I'm and trying to remember the thing, no but bro. I can't remember it. And we must have been out doing bro and sis like how we normally do. And I think, <laughs> It was something mad, like I had something on my face, and he took mm-hmm. it off, and I was just like, "What's going oh on?" Oh my here? gosh, this is <laughs> like, so. As in this TV, is a movie. As in TV, like, and like you know when because we used to do stuff that I wouldn't even class as inappropriate because that's bro. Mm-hmm. Like he would put his arm around me and stuff, and that's normal. But yeah. then there was one day where I just I felt the arm. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? I get you. Completely. Like I felt the weight of the arm, and I'm thinking because you've he's changed now. That's what I'm saying. They're like and I don't know what happened. You see, you first you were seeing him as you know your friend, mm. and then you started seeing him as potential bay. Like, but maybe it's the lack of boundaries. I don't know because we didn't have any boundaries. Mm. We didn't have boundaries, and but that, then what I wouldn't say like be yeah, because I wouldn't even say friend. it was like sexual boundaries. Like it wasn't anything sexual. I, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> like, I couldn't That's even so imagine. Because there was a thread. There was a thread on Twitter. I don't know if you read it mm-hmm. about this guy saying, I know that that best friends, guys and girls can't be best friends. And he was saying how him and his best friend used to shower together. No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> they showered together. That's... They'll be doing Netflix and chill. And they actually didn't do anything until after, obviously, later. Then they beat. And I was just like... That's absolute scene. That what do you mean shower, shower together? Shower together. Nah, come on. That's silly. Because you, you wouldn't shower with your girlfriend. Like, your your girls. You wouldn't shower. Why would you shower with your girl? What's going on? Trying to conserve, like, water. What? <laughs> They get out. I don't get it. No, my man even said they were scrubbing each other. They even said nah, they used get to out. Scrub- <laughs> this ain't right. Like, this ain't right. In a friendship, do you, okay. So then, do we think that male and female friendships need to have boundaries that female and female friendships don't need to have? Mm, yes, mm-hmm. because I mean, with my like girlfriends, you can come over stay over we can sleep in the same bed Mm -hmm. we can get changed in front of each other (laughs) not really care like it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. but with guys and girls we can't do that can they sleep over though like in your living room why are you in my house (laughs) (laughs) same way i'm in your house See, that's to be fair, they, do you know what they could? Exactly. They could. They could. Because exactly. you'd be in the, like, what it's not if like we have a movie night. And you yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they could. They could. They could. That's not a big deal. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm already laughing. It's because I ain't got no male friends. <laughs> Everything's just funny to me. Me and you, no. Okay, guys, you need to answer this for us. Yeah. Me and Victoria are so weird. We don't have guy friends. Like, None. what's wrong with us? Why can't <laughs> men be friends with us? Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm such a girl's girl. Like, I love girls. Like, oh, obviously. I love girls as in friends, but like, I have like two or three male friends, but it's like well, not even like cool, cool like that. Like, why? <laughs> why I don't boys like... want to be my friends? Because I want no. boy friends, but they I don't like... want to be my friends. There's like boys that I'll see and we'll talk, 
but like a close male yeah. friend that I call and speak to. And every... like he would do something for me, like oh, if yeah, I need no, something I don't sorted. Have that. I don't have that. Like the Is one guy late? friend I used to have, like literally he was, we were so close. Then he had to go and confess his love for me and he ruined everything. Oh, and I never, like when I say yeah, to the point where my my boyfriend at the time would be like, this guy likes you. And I'm like, shut up. Like he never... He was never inappropriate. Mm. He never even gave me me an inkling. Clearly someone else had an inkling, but he never gave me an inkling that he felt any type of way. Mm-hmm. Then randomly we're just chilling. Something happens and he's like, yeah, I think we should, huh? I think we should what? We should do? And he ruined everything. I'm so done. But that has been like my only, like post, post like school, that was mm-hmm. like my only kind of like boy, mm-hmm close close friends yeah like, and he would have done anything for me like if i needed something like he would help but maybe now i'm thinking about it that's because he wanted something else he probably liked you i mean i don't know i just think definitely there needs to be well i don't know it depends on you as an individual but i think if i had a male friend there's gonna definitely be boundaries mm-hmm. i can't do the same things i can do for my girlfriends with him there's got to be like because i so think what if would, not what if you still have boundaries and then you catch feelings somehow I think... Would you act on them? Yeah. Really? Even mm, if it meant I'd that... i have to let him Even if it meant that it could end and then the friendship would be over. It depends. If mm. I feel like these feelings are deep, mm. like deep, because I feel like sometimes we can just... Have a crush. A crush. Mm-hmm. If it's just a crush, I can get over a crush. <laughs> but if can I you feel know, like... If you're around each other all the time... <laughs> I cannot. And he's wearing grey joggers. I'm the worst. <laughs> He's like, wearing great joggers all the time when you're together. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like finished. No. <laughs> this is why we I have just no think... guy friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I don't know. I, it's a hard one because you would want to say something. Yeah. Because it's like the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And if it's an ongoing thing. I wonder if you're the only one feeling it. <laughs> God. And he's been all touchy feely, like oh tickling you, God. and you're there, like, hey. why is your friend tickling you? <laughs> I don't know. Like, is that yeah. a thing friends do? <laughs> do you see what Guys, I mean? This is, why I don't this is what I don't understand. I let them tickle me. <laughs> you see? You see? Do you know what? I just think boundaries, guys. Just don't let your male friends tickle you because when you catch feelings, you mm, tickle I'm so It's dumb. so bad because I'm thinking, why can't you tickle? But I'm not going to tickle. If you start tickling me, I'll be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, stop it. That's not a friendship thing. Mm. You're flirting. It's true. But yeah, I don't know. So what's our consensus? Can they be friends or not? They can be. With boundaries. But as I, w- I this is what I was going to say before. This whole best friend thing. Mm. I feel like sometimes when a girl has a male best friend, and then he gets a girlfriend, That that's where things can sometimes, there can oh, be blood. friction. Yeah. And it can, because now the person who he calls when there's an issue is no longer you. Mm. The person who, you know, like you're spending all your time mm-hmm. with or you're doing things on the weekends with is no longer you. Mm. So I feel like there should be, it's like that film. I don't know. It's a silly film, but you remember that film, what's it called? The Which Kissing one? Booth. 
oh, the number yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. where she's always there. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. The boundaries like just don't annoying. exist. Yeah. You see, their friendship was just... There was no boundaries. But they were they were almost like twins. Mm. Like it was it was my, I think they were born on the same born day. Born on the same day. They were yeah. almost like twins. Yeah. So it was a very odd, odd relationship. But you can't be coming on dates with me and my girl like yeah. every single day. Like what does that even mean? It's not normal. That's not normal. It's not normal at all. Yeah, I think you can be friends. I just think sometimes you just need a a few extra boundaries. I think yeah, I think with a male and female friendship, as much as we want to say, oh yeah, like there has to be boundaries. There genuinely has to be boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, yeah, it yeah. can just it can happen. It really <laughs> can happen. And do you know what? Yeah, sometimes it's good that it can happen because who else to be with than your best friend? It's true. Who else to be with I mean, than your you best friend? I mean, if you both feel the same way, then yeah, that's perfect. But if but if it's one sided, do you carry on the friendship? If you've like now declared that you're feeling some type never. of way. Would you continue the friendship? I would never declare that. No, but it came to a point where we just had to because it was never. too much. <laughs> it can never be too much. <laughs> I'm so sorry, huh? Theoretically, <laughs> you thought he was feeling you as well. And then you told him. <laughs> and he said, no, it's not like that, G. You see, you that's the reason I'll never declare it because... It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're coming back from that. Would you not continue the friendship? I'm That's your rider. Again. That is your rider. Nah, it's <laughs> over. And that's why I won't declare it because I can't hear that and be all right and continue. I don't know. That d- is your Rejection best isn't normal friend. for me. So it's not. But it doesn't feel that bad because he's such your best friend. It will feel worse. <laughs> so like- no. I don't understand. Oh my god! It's a no from me. It's a no from me. I'm so done. You heard it here first, guys. She's <laughs> she will stay there looking at him, and he'll be looking at her. Pretty much, we'll be looking until I get over I'm it. I'm so done. Oh my god! I don't. Yeah, unrequited love. It's not really my bag. It's not really. It's not really. It's off brand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like it's very. It's very imagine, off brand. Imagine. I will actually. That, I'm the sort of person who will dead that. Like mm. I will tell myself, like, get over that real quick. Mm. Like it's it's not cute. Do you think it's too late for us to make guy friends at this age? Mm, maybe super super close. Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe really really close ones. I think you can have like male acquaintances yeah like male yeah. people you're cool with that you you know go out with here and there whatever but like a close close male friend i just think it's too late that's so sad because i really want one i know god said no that's just gonna be my husband like Ugh. you can't be my <laughs> only friend what if you don't only friend like i'm joking if there's any guys out there who want to be our friends applications are open <laughs> at keeping it real uk on instagram twitter and my phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> she real funny. She thinks she's slick. No, I swear. I just want to be friends. Can't have friends. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> girl. I'm so done. I'm actually okay. done. So there was a dilemma that I saw. Where did I see this dilemma? I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter. I think I saw it on Twitter because mm-hmm. that's where I see most of the things I see. Um, and basically the scenario was um so you and your husband have been together for a number of years 
mm-hmm. and he gets a job offer mm-hmm. in somewhere like I don't know Scotland or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got kids mm-hmm. and your kids are in school and it's not like they're like in, you know, like nursery or something that's like quite easy to uproot, but they're, you know, well into school, mm-hmm. maybe secondary school mm-hmm. or late primary school, whatever. Are you going to uproot the whole family and move to Scotland with him? Or do you let him go on his own and come back every weekend? So he does Monday to Friday in Scotland and then like stays in a hotel, whatever, and travels back on the weekends. What scenario sounds more... Why is he applying for a job in Scotland, first of all? Why? Let's say he didn't apply. Because <laughs> I think the scenario was that there was a job offer. Mm-hmm. So he's working in a company mm-hmm. and they need somebody to go to Scotland okay. and start, you know, build... They want to expand. Mm-hmm. And it's like a much more senior role. And mm-hmm. it's literally like six figures. So that's the reason why he's like, I want to take it. Like, I, I want to, you know, mm-hmm. progress the family. I want to mm-hmm. provide. I want to do this. I want to do that. So he really wants to take it and it's like a once in a lifetime. Scotland was just like, I don't know. Like it could be anywhere. It could be Dubai. It could be. Okay, if it's could Dubai, be I'm going. <laughs> Scotland. But, um, Dubai, I don't even know if I want to go. I just, would I be working? Like, would I be settled and working in the place that we currently live? So yeah, you're set. So let's say, for example, you are both, you're living in London mm-hmm. right now. And then this job, you, you've got your job, you're yeah. doing your own thing, the kids are settled, whatever. And then he gets his job offer. So it's a case of you uprooting yourself, yeah. finding a job, like going over there. Obviously, yeah. his salary is enough to carry all of you. So you don't even need to work right now, to be honest. But it's just, you know, you're in a good place in your career. Yeah. So you've got to uproot yourself. And like, I was discussing it with my friends and I was just like, I think this is what really showed me that. Sis, are you ready for marriage? Because mm-hmm. I'm having a... <laughs> I was wanting to have a whole temper tantrum. I was just like, you what? Uproot me where? But I get like, obviously I'm going to want you to, I'm not going to want to hold you back. But at the same time, do you not think like, what about me? Do you not care about my job and my career? Is Mm -hmm. it just you and just your career? What about me? But then at the same time, if it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, I can't live with myself knowing that I was what stopped stopped you from doing that. But it's like, there's no good, like imagine if it was Scotland. Do you think I belong in Scotland? Do I look like like someone that I'm really sorry to anyone that's Scottish. There's nothing wrong with Scotland. Nothing wrong with Scotland. But I just don't like the rain and I heard it rain there a lot. So there's just (laughs) absolutely no reason why I should be in Scotland in the rain when I don't like it. So... I say this to say, <laughs> all this to say, what what do we do? Is okay. it a weekend husband thing? Because I d- that don't really make sense to me either because I didn't sign up for a weekend husband. Yeah. I want him Monday to Sunday. And is that like a, like how long would that last even? Like that's mad. Foreseeable exactly. future. You like know. you don't know. I think for me personally, it really depends on the job that I'm currently doing. Like, obviously, mm. the age that we live in now, working from home is something that is quite possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the job that I'm doing. Because if my job had, like, an office in Scotland, then I would ask to relocate. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, my instinct is telling me I'll relocate with my family. Yeah. But I think it would be I would relocate and, like when I have things sorted. So I think I would let him go first yeah. and be a weekend husband for like maximum six months. That will be like our cutoff point because he's going to have to find a house there. Like we're not just going to yeah, go live yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. We need to put, like we actually need to get a proper house that we can live there. Mm-hmm. We need to sort out renting our house that we have in London. Mm-hmm. We need to sort out the kids' new schools. We need to sort out um, 
my job like what am i gonna do working over there but ultimately i would relocate but it wouldn't be a straight away thing if he has to go straight away i will wait for like we'll do the weekend husband thing for a while Mm. it'll be it'll add spark to our marriage whatever (laughs) i'll be good i'll be going he'll be coming i'll be going he'll be coming yeah and then we can have people like family that help us out we can go up with the kids like for three years is it worth uprooting everybody it's only for three years yeah um yeah we will live there for three years together we're married we're a unit mm. what do you mean what do you mean three three years do you know how long do you know how many that's three, what i'm saying three years do you know how long, long 2020 has been and but three then years if you're without my husband about it, well i'm thinking of it from the kids perspective now i would absolutely feel terrible doing this to my kids and I think I'm, because I'm the child who's been to like seven different schools yeah. and I'm all, I was always being dragged left, right and mm-hmm. center without any consideration for what I wanted. Yeah. I feel really strongly about doing that to yeah. children. And I think this is where my decision also comes from because yeah. it's just like, you can't just uproot people because it suits you and it serves your, you know, satisfaction. Well, you have to consider other people I too. I think you're thinking it from a singles point of view, babe, because... It isn't just affecting him. It's affecting our family. His it his is. job, his career, his progression is our progression. It's our life. That's so, like... Find nah. another job in London then. No, because he's going to get six figures and he's in his company that he has probably been working on for how long? He's been given a great opportunity. Can you imagine your husband has been given the opportunity to flagship Fine, growth? Go. We're and going. And never no, smile you again. can't because that's not what marriage is. It's about <laughs> sacrifice. Joking. And even with the kids thing, like I get it, like it's hard to uproot kids, but it's obviously a decision that we wouldn't take lightly, which is why I think there has to be that grace period mm. of transitioning. But at the end of the day, as much as I've been that child that's been not considered, I'm going to have a conversation with the children, but ultimately it's our decision when making this for the family. And three years is a long time. Like three years in a different place. I get that it's, it's a negative and a positive because it's Mm. not like I'm moving you and then we're moving back straight away. I'm moving you for a considerable amount Amount of of time time because what I'm not going to do is what other parents have done and been like, you can stay with this family member for three years and stay in London. We're not going to do that. We stay as a family unit. And I think as a husband as well, if he thinks that the impact is going to be too large, then we have to weigh out whether the positives Mm -hmm. outweigh the negatives. If the positive in the six-figure salary and we think that we can get that another way and we think that career growth can grow in a different trajectory, Mm. then we'll take that other option. There needs to be more than just a monetary... Um, yeah, like it needs like, to be something that will if, progress your career. If it's just and money and the rest of us are miserable, what good is no, that? No, like, but you can't go into it thinking you're going to be miserable straight away. You've got to go Scotland, into it positive. I'm thinking, gonna let you know yeah, we're gonna now. have an aggra- we're gonna have a bigger house because it's Scotland and it's cheaper. Rain. We're gonna have you know more time to spend as a family. We're gonna go exploring mountains. <laughs> She's looking at me like I'm crazy right now, but guys, like. If you're going to go into it negative, just stay at home because nobody wants your, your slapped ass face every day when I'm coming home from my six-figure salary job. No, it's actually true. And I'm saying this from a point of view because I'm the type of person I don't like staying somewhere for too long. So mm. I think, for me, I'm seeing it as an opportunity and somewhere to like new somewhere, and yeah. somewhere where, you know, we can support each other's growth and things like that. And I think that's the personality type that I have. Mm-hmm. But I get why people with your personality type would just be like, just piss off. I feel I'm not like, going anywhere. I feel like it's not even the fact that we're moving. I think it's where we're moving to. That's yeah, also course. a big thing for it. And I just think in the scenario, it was just like, 
you have a whole life yeah. you have friends yeah. you have family like mm-hmm. it's a big decision yeah. so it's like it's something it's that we decision, really need to talk about it can't be taken through. lightly yeah, it can't no, just 100%. be like yeah i've got this job and yeah. we're moving no god no. forbid there's no way but um I think when it comes down to it, I definitely agree with you in the sense that, look, if this is what is best for the family, for, us, yeah. for all of us, then we it's just got to be done. Because three years, even though it's a long time, it's not. Like, it, it would quick. fly by. It, it would genuinely fly And if that means that when we come back, you'll now be on seven figures. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. I do. Because I just think... It's a sacrifice. It's short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because imagine now. Let's look at the flip side of the scenario. He doesn't go, and then he's just stuck in his job at that time. And, he and then like he's so unhappy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel like a man. He doesn't feel like you know. He's always thinking, "What if?" Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, that's a good point. <clears throat> that's a very good point. Or you could do the part-time thing. That's also another option. And I think um, one of my friends was saying that she would actually wouldn't mind that. Even really? for the three years. Really? Because she's just like, it's just Monday to Friday. It's true. When you think More about time, it, you're back. only together in the evenings anyway. Yeah. And it's similar to what you used to do, like in the, yeah, in the week. Like yeah. Just going, um, staying that, in a, a hotel, coming back. A lot of consultants, I used back. to talk, of them, talk to them about like their families and stuff yeah. like that. And sometimes they were flexible with them because they had um, families. So mm-hmm. like they give them an extra day, like they're able to come back home on a Thursday exactly. instead and things like that. So, so it's, it, I just don't know. It's just, I think what was a bit that put me off that mm-hmm. whole setup was just the fact that like, for the best part of the week, you are gone. You're not yeah. there. You're not with your children. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's happening. It's true. You're just kind of absent. And obviously, there's FaceTime yeah, and calls and stuff more like digital that. Digital age now, but um, <coughs> it's very different. To there's yeah. things that you can't. And pick I think up you on. have to take into account children's age at that mm, time as well. Absolutely. This is a big fact. Like, like it's very different they if at? they're like in the middle of picking mm-hmm. their GCSEs and mm-hmm. then you're like trying to uproot them and then three years later move exactly, them back like exactly. when they're supposed to be applying for college and mm-hmm, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um I think when they're younger it's easier because Definitely. I mean, Definitely. And when they're younger it's more important to stay together because you need to have more of an impact yeah, on their day to day. Um Whereas if they're in their teens, you know, they can go up and see you. They have communication yeah, exactly. with you. They can call you. It's not m- always through mum that they have to call you and stuff like that. I think it's a, it's definitely a very valid thing to mm. talk about. Um, and obviously, I think even with that thread that we read the other day about marriage, the mm. guy talking about the things that, are you actually ready for marriage? This, this is one of the things. Bam, like, I was just like, are you ready to sign? Because the way you were even speaking, I was thinking this girl's talking like, he's just talking like a boyfriend. He's just thinking about himself. No, it's a marriage. Like, <gasps> as a unit, like... it's like your income is increasing. It's not just his income that's increasing. It's everybody's income. Like, I understand. <laughs> that's not even the thing that's bothering me. I think it's the... <laughs> Number one, the location. Because I, I wanted it's particularly somewhere that you don't want to go. Yeah. So like it's not it's like, it's not just moving. It's somewhere yeah. that you do not want to live. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're telling me we're moving to, Lanz- I don't know. Not even Lanzarote, not that. Like Thailand. We're going yeah, to Thailand somewhere nice. Years, yeah. Just somewhere really cute. I'd be like, it'd be a different reaction. But somewhere that you just don't really want to yeah. go. Yeah. I think that adds to it. Um, And then on top of that, you're settled in your career and you're yeah. happy, you're thriving and this comes. Yeah. Cause you know, there's like times in life where you just feel like, oh, everything is amazing. Everything's and then this great comes right like a now. ton of bricks and you're just like, are you joking? 
Yeah, we might have to do that part-time thing still. Mm. We might have to do that part-time it thing still. It might just have to be that. But then And we can spice things up. Like, you but you've got to be careful with that. Like, Imagine there's one colleague that now right? she's with him Monday to Friday, right? doing like work wife, making him something. And then suddenly he's like, Oh, there. I'm doing too like, much. Like, I've got too much work this week. I've got to stay this, this weekend. This is exactly what I said Imagine. to my friend. I said, Oh, then he stops coming on Fridays. Like, oh, do you know what, babe? I'll come next weekend because there's just this, that, and the other. And do you know what? At that point, we're all packing our loads. We're going up there today. <laughs> Don't worry, babes. I'm on my way. Don't I'm worry. All way. the kids are coming. Nah, it's difficult. I think mm-hmm. the number of kids has an effect as well. Yeah. Imagine you have six kids. Oh, Lord. And we've got to uproot all of them, get them all into school. That's and just, crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's a lot to uproot. <sighs> it's a lot. But Definitely this is marriage. Not. Are you guys ready? Are you really ready? Because mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> she said what she said. Oh. Okay, guys. Well, we're coming to the end. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Have we got any positives for our week this week? Um... What's been positive? <laughs> Whiskey's got a new album. That's my Ooh, positive. Can Ooh. I share it? Can I share the positive? Because yeah, that album, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. what's the song? I think it's called Essence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That song, I'll, Lord. I've been loving True Love, man, but I Essence know I'm just gonna love everything. A vibe. The whole album is grown and sexy Afrobeat vibes. So I'm nice. loving it. Shout out to Weezy, baby. No, he's lit. This nah. is, I'm so happy that he's really evolved and come into oh himself. Oh my gosh, he like, is just grown and just sexy. Progress and Even the album cover, I said, come it's on. just so... Hmm. It's Vogue. Made it's giving Lagos. me Vogue. He's made in Lagos. See, this is why I wouldn't marry Nigerian guys, but y'all, y'all <laughs> give me anxiety. I don't know about that. Oh my Lord. <laughs> she likes us, guys. I love you. It's just... it's a blessing and a curse but on that note jesus said chill um we gonna go but we gonna see you guys real soon in our next episode love you guys bye